0: Hello guys, welcome back to Shotspired. I'm Jack, and I'm Christy, and today we're going to be talking about our workflows, so this is kind of just from shooting to delivering, um, a little more like the technical side, um, which is, it's kind of like a preference thing, what you do mm. so everyone has their own little ways of like culling sorting files files storing files delivering all that kind of stuff so we're just gonna have a little little chit chat about all of that kind of stuff but first all of the fun what stuff. you been up to christy what have i been up to well
1: i've just come off the tail end of watching a shit ton of kath and kim <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. lovely so today i'm gonna try not to speak like i'm Kath or Kim um (laughs) but work wise um I what have I been doing I've been actually revisiting an old shoot that I shot back in April um I had a bit of a quieter week this week so I was like you know what I'm just gonna go back to it and like because I shot film and digital when I did this shoot Mm -hmm. um so I kind of just uploaded the film and they were great so I didn't try and do another one um yeah and then I did the digital, and I'm blown away. So <laughs> I've oh, nice. just kind of been revisiting the old stuff,
0: and it's honestly like I don't know, it's really fun. Um right.
1: And yeah, yeah so... I love doing
0: that. I've done that from like years ago. Sometimes, yeah, um, when like the raws were good, but like your editing style wasn't well, as it, well, that, you know, yeah. as refined as it is now. Yeah, it was yeah, a bit of a weird fun one.
1: Because like I had the film photos, and then. Like, yeah, the digital files, like I tried editing them like four times since April and I just could mm. get so frustrated. I was like, nah, they're just not looking the way I want them to look. And then yeah. yesterday I just like sat down and I was like, I'm going to do it. And I put a couple out. Um, there was Zasha and then I did with the stylist as well, Haley. Um, yeah. so it was like a bit of a team shoot and I put a few photos out and everyone's been going wild. So
0: nice. it's been good. Yeah. But what about it's you? Fun. What have you been
1: doing?
0: <laughs> where are you? Um, what city are you in at the where... moment? We're in London right now, so last night we watched Book of Mormon, which I've wanted to watch for probably five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was living in the states, um, I was in Virginia, so it's like it's not close to New York, but it's close enough that um, some of the holidays I would go there. So I've been there like four or five times, and I mm-hmm. love watching musicals. Yeah, and I always wanted to watch Book of Mormon, but in New York it was so expensive because this was around the time where it was kind of new and fresh and um everyone wanted to see it so they're like 200 hundred dollar, 250 fifty dollar tickets us mm. um so i just saw that last night finally here in london which was and so how funny was it? so good so it was live it was like a live show yeah yeah it's a musical cool. um yeah i just love big productions like that i wish we <laughs> had like that caliber of shows in australia but mm. in brisbane like Mm, not probably it. not yeah i saw <laughs> the line to broadway, king broadway like yeah where that was In the Brisbane. only one i've
1: seen no melbourne
0: okay did you rate it yeah i loved it
1: but that was the only okay. musical i've ever been to so you know yeah could it could have been trash I know why but I'm i thought it was shade pretty shade on australian
0: fancy. theater but yeah <laughs> I just, <laughs> no i, I think they like toured the same like, experience as they
1: toured around the world the lion king yeah yeah so yeah, they were okay
0: there we go yeah top dogs so maybe i should try it in australia maybe i'm being too <laughs> try negative try it out try it out <laughs> yeah yeah. but tomorrow we fly to vienna um i love vienna i just like lo- mm. i think germany and austria are so underrated and i don't know why a lot of people don't travel there like we've well, lived there for a while we all do like the italy we do the france we do um the classic you know greece or that kind of yeah the classic Mm. stuff and people generally don't go there unless they have like you know much more time and then they're like oh we may as well Um, yeah but i would really recommend it there's so many beautiful lakes um mountains everything around there the cities are just like so full of history and beautiful architecture it's Mm. just amazing i yeah I love Munich so much. Um, yeah, and Vienna is like very. The coffee culture there is very good, and yeah, I'm just. We excited. love that. I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the cup of coffee. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I saw your photos from your hike you did the other day. Another hike, surprise, surprise. It looked amazing. Yeah, that Those one was drone more shots. like a walk. <laughs> wasn't it? A... <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. a slow yeah, walk. Yeah, so I wasn't meant to
0: fly the drone there, which I kind of knew. Like, you know, yeah, when you're in national parks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah um and there's not really anywhere to hide on this one it's just like a (laughs) a single track around the lake um so I tried to and I got it I flew it up for a bit maybe like 10 minutes getting some video getting some photo and I um he was on a stand-up paddle board, and he he paddled over to me from like across the lake (laughs) he was was nice about it he was like hey just you know it's it's um private property and the owner lives in the hotel over there and you know he they don't like it when people fly drones. You might get in I'll trouble. will shoot you down. And I just brought it straight down. I was like, yeah, okay, sorry. Thank you for that. Mm. I didn't know. I won't do it again. Um, but I was like, Tailed yes, the photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear I'll delete I don't it. love. I honestly don't love flying drones anymore. I used to really enjoy it, but now... It's just like anxiety every time you do it because it's like literally There's a, risk a lot of every time around it. that yeah. you can get smacked with a big fine. You never know when the laws are changing. Every mm. country it's different. Like the even the zones are different. It just everything changes so much and you just don't know when you can be in a lot of trouble. So I yeah. feel like now I won't probably won't be doing drone work for clients unless they get all of the permits sorted and mm, okay. they're paying like a premium for it because it's just so much risk for what it is yeah because you'd be I the one to just get in do it and well. risk it but yeah yeah mm. it's just yeah it's a bit scary. too risky
1: yeah i think yeah. i don't actually have a drone because i don't trust myself <laughs> yeah i know they're like pretty yeah. smart and stuff but i just think back to like My brother always getting little toy helicopters for Christmas and I would always Uh, crash them. So I'm just like, I don't think I can do
0: a drone. (laughs) It's pretty hard to crash a drone if you have like the obstacle avoidance. Yeah, but look, if anyone can do it, it's me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Funny. (laughs) Anywho. Should we get
0: into this episode? So talking about workflows. So, when I'm shooting, most of the time, I don't know if this goes back to like my tennis days when, um, when you're shooting sport, you obviously have to hold the trigger down a lot more and be on that like super high speed continuous. So, you get that hmm. split moment that you need. Um, and I don't know if this is carried on from that, but I overshoot so much. Yeah. So much in everything too. I do. And I've had these moments where I'm like, oh i'll fix this i'll shoot less this time and i never do Mm. i just overshoot because i'm like i would rather spend the extra time going through the photos because it does take a lot more time you know going through them and culling when you have a lot more to shoot Mm. but i would rather do that and make sure i have it than risk not getting the moment or getting getting an amazing photo and like they're half blinking or something (laughs) yeah i'm the same hey yeah
1: Mm. Yeah. How many do you reckon you take on average? Like, say you were to do a one-hour shoot, how many do you think you'd come away with?
0: Oh, it so depends on the type of shoot. But if it was like a like a model
1: mm. an hour shoot,
0: maybe like three thousand. Oh wow! I thought I was bad. <laughs> maybe I yeah, no, I'm bad.
1: Wow! I thought I was shocking.
0: even sometimes when like they're in a position and I know I've got the shot and they're, you know, they're moving tiny angles and I know I've got like five different Mm. angles that are good. I'll just keep shooting. I could just say, okay, that's good. Let's move on. But I just, keep. I don't know why I do it. Like it just keeps going. Yeah. I need to work on that. I know. I do like, because of that.
1: Sorry. I was going to say, I do. I think like, I usually fill up a 32 gigabyte SD card.
0: No, sorry. See, I don't 60, even have the sixty-four.
1: They're so good for portfolios because they keep me only shooting just well. Thirty-two is like just over a thousand. Things like one point three or something, um, like you get raw images. But I think if I'm on my sixty-four gig, so I always stick to those two for portfolios. Because then I'm like, yeah. if I know that's that's full, like filled up, I'm like, all right, you've overshot. Relax.
0: Do you shoot <laughs> compressed or uncompressed? Uh,
1: I think it's uncompressed i think i went over this with you last night it was like 20
0: megabytes i think per oh yeah did I we talk think. about this i see i always shot uncompressed because i just assumed mm. with the word compressed that it would be a worse file <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i had a yeah, friend right. tell me like oh like why are you shooting um uncompressed and like he's this is manuel he's been in the industry a lot mm. you know he knows what he's doing he's quite technical yeah. and i was like oh what do you mean you shoot compress mm. like should i be shooting compressed and he's like well you basically double the capacity of your sd card and he's really tried to look at you know he's done both and really tried to look at the difference and he's like i cannot spot a difference really so i was like okay well i'm gonna try this so i switched to compressed and it frees so much space so much space on your cards and i'm the same i cannot tell a difference um Mm, file size is still massive it's not as massive what I shoot yeah yeah I mean if I was doing like a shot for a billboard or something maybe I would intentionally shoot uncompressed but Mm. in just regular things like even for printing even for my prints like a decent Mm. size you don't need that either so yeah yeah that helped me a lot with um (laughs) with you know managing SD cards yeah because the way I shoot I need a lot (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, you're rocking like the 128 gigs yeah Yeah, you need that though so how do you call
0: after you're done shooting
1: how do I call um I put them straight into a hard drive like all of them just because I freak out that like my SD card's gonna corrupt or like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I'll make an album pop them in there and then I'll um shoot them into Lightroom but I don't actually put them in Lightroom like you know when it pops up and it's like what do you want to import I'll, like, um, go through and I'll cross out, like, um, unflag pretty much anything that's, like, blinking eyes or just things that just aren't going to go. So
0: when you're in Lightroom, how many, when you're doing that, how many mm. photos can you see at once? Um,
1: you can change the scale, like, how many you want to see. But what do you do? Uh, I do just single. And then if I want to oh, okay. compare. Okay, so just
0: one at a time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I like, I see, can that's my change problem. it one at a time for what I
0: do, would just take like a year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But you take a lot of photos. Yeah. And like, honestly, the culling is one of the worst parts because overshooters like us, you have to go through a lot. And it's so hard because I'm like, oh, that's a nice photo. Yeah. Oh, but that's a nice photo. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'll cull them down, like any obvious ones that are bad. And then from there, I'll import them into Lightroom and then export them straight out. Um, but with a watermark and with a really small file size. Um, and then I'll okay. send those through.
0: Yeah. They can pick from there. So how, say for, again, a one hour shoot, mm-hmm. um, how many would those approximately would be sent to the client to pick from?
1: It just depends on that yeah. shoot, I guess. Like some shoots are just like everything just incredible. Like the model was like, you know, mm-hmm. just onto it, like, the light was perfect. Yeah. So that like sometimes it's like a thousand. If I yeah. so that's probably for a couple hour shoot. Um usually it's around four hundred. Yeah. Maybe. Nice. Um yeah. And then they pick their selections from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I do it. they
0: Pixie Set. It's bloody brilliant.
1: And then I like that way I, they can pick um their favourites and they can call them down as well. Yeah. On there it's super I call
0: in Finder. I feel like a dinosaur. Really, <laughs> Literally in, Finder? in Finder, yeah. So I put the I put the card in, yeah. And I'll open it in Finder. It depends if I because usually I'm very quick with my delivery time. So if I'm not mm. behind on anything, um, mm. I'll pop the memory card in, open it up, and um, go to icons and make them like pretty big so I can see. Usually this is on my my desktop, so it's pretty big, mm. um, and I can see at least. I think four images at a time Mm -hmm. and I'll just go through with um command and you know how you can right click and like flag them different colors in finder Mm -hmm. I'll just go I'll hold down command and go like that one that one that one and just keep scrolling down and select all of them and flag them as a color Mm -hmm. and then at the end I drag those onto my hard drive so the rejects I don't even store Okay. which is what I like about that way because I save a lot of space on my hard drives. Interesting, um, yeah. Yeah, but if I am if I am backed up on shoots and I don't have time, because that does take a bit of time, if I don't mm. have time to that, do that, I will drag the whole um, memory card over into yeah. my hard drive. But even then, once I do have time, I go through and do that same process and delete the rest and then mm. I drag those into Lightroom and just go import straight.
1: Mm. I just like freak yeah. out. I'm like I don't mine never had an SD card fail me but I'm just like I need to get them on my hard drive just in case.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. No room. Yeah, for and error. then do you keep them on your S D card until they're delivered? Like do you not use that one again or are you just like fuck it over? Um
1: out. yeah, I usually won't clear my S D cards until I'm on the next shoot and I'll format it, just in case.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I don't delete anything from my S D card on my computer, I just just in case, mm. I like you know,
0: anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So then, when you when you're editing, mm. um, after they've made their selections, um, do you like talk me through your file setup? My <laughs> I don't, I don't file you like nerd. You know, like <laughs> so. I if I put your hard drive into my mm. laptop, yeah. What would I see? What
1: would you see? Wow. Okay.
0: Um. Well, I'd have, I have a big, just a folder
1: called shoots. And then okay. like, I've got yep. my other things on there, like, oh, from memory, I don't know. I've got a film one, which is like personal film. Yep. So like just okay, stuff yeah. that I take. Um, and then I've got just like random stuff, on my hard drive. And then I've got one called shoots and then you go in there and then it's in years. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll pick a year. And then when I go in the year and then it's got months. Mm-hmm. and then i'll go into the months
0: how big is your hard drive jesus um 5 terabyte I okay
1: think. um but i'm this is my fourth hard drive okay that I use. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah yeah um and then when you go into months it's got like the the date first mm-hmm. so it's all like in order um and then the name of the person yeah. and, like, what we did, like, say it's oh, Jack nice. Beach. Um, yeah. And that way I can, like, if I want, I can just search up their name yeah. and it comes up if I don't know what month it is or just search up a date. Mm-hmm. I find that easy, but I guess yeah. I just I don't like having too much in one folder because I'm just, like, scrolling. Yeah. So, I'm like, if I can look at the date and then, yeah, and then everything's dated so it's just a bit easier. Yeah, and then nice. in those folders it'll be, like, It'll say there. It'll have a RAWs um folder, yeah. and then it'll have a um some sele- low res folder, the ones I sent off to them. But I usually mm-hmm. just delete those because you don't need them. Um, and then it edits. It's pretty much yeah. it. And a web size, if they wanted web size as well.
0: Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I do I kind like of similar. Me. Yeah. Um, I've got. I think maybe because I shoot a ridiculous. I shoot too much. Let's just you say that. A lot. So yeah. <laughs> I've got a ridiculous amount of um, mem- of um, sorry, external hard drives. So I'll mm. have, and they're all the same. They're all the bright orange lacy ones. Lacy. And I have masking girl. tape on them with the date range, so I don't confuse uh, them. yeah. Yeah. So I just write on that, and then within each one, um, I literally just have I kind of skip your year monthly thing, and I just mm-hmm. go like, Abby you know, maybe the date or like Abbey Beach and, you know, something that I immediately know, okay, that's what that was. And Mm. then within there, I have the Raws, which Mm. is the the selected ones I've dragged over. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have, when I'm in Lightroom, after I'm editing, I'll go export and I'll select that Mm. folder, that overall folder, Abbey Beach, Mm -hmm. um, and just go new folder, edited Abbey Beach. Mm. And then they just sit there forever and ever until like two years later when I'm like, hmm, I'm going to clean out this hard drive and I'll open it up and see whatever I can delete. If I'm mm. like, okay, I'm never going to need the rules of this ever again. And I don't want them. Mm. Um, then I'll just delete those and kind of condense all of that stuff from all of the hard drives on an old one. Mm. And then that kind of frees up a hard drive for me.
1: Yeah. Cause you hear people that like, don't even keep the images at all like they literally just send them off once they receive they just delete everything so like oh we're not going to even yeah, use these nah. to advertise you know I'm like I because nah. like you just don't know
0: <laughs> I'm also a bit of a memory hoarder
1: so Me I'm too. like
0: you know I, I <laughs> kind of want to be like maybe in five years I'll look I want to look back on this and see what I was doing what my work yeah. was like and like maybe I want to re-edit something like we were talking about before literally. yeah it's so actually really that's
1: that. something I've been doing recently is like kind of visiting my old creative brain and just like seeing yeah. the, how keen I was as a younger photographer and just like
0: yeah. all my
1: shoots were so creative and I was so keen and like I was just like it was so different I guess because it was a hobby and I was so young and I was just like oh my gosh yeah and I've been kind of like I've been trying to tap into that now and just trying to like organise like shoots that reflect what I used to be like because I was so keen. I was always trying to do passion yeah. projects and like just so much yeah. different stuff all the time and I'm like I love that but if I deleted everything I wouldn't even like have found it
0: yeah I was thinking about that yesterday actually like Mm. when I was in London last um I had just kind of got my camera um Mm. and I had that you know fresh feeling like I would just walk around the city by myself with my camera all day and just take photos of different things Mm. that I found interesting all in the parks everything um yeah and it's so funny this time around. And I'm literally leaving the house every day without my camera. I'm like, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to mm. carry it around. I, I can't be bothered. Just, like, get it's just old. such a different feeling. <laughs> and I'm passing all of these places where I'm like, oh, I remember I took this photo. I took that photo. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even, I haven't taken one photo in London with my camera I, yet.
1: Literally. I think I might I take know. it out today though. Yeah, I'm just trying to get some like him. classic touristy yeah. ones. Yeah, i like trying to tap into young
0: Christy. I'm like, she was bloody all over it. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything like workflow wise that you used to do that you mm. at some point realized was wasting so much time or was just like a terrible way to do things? Oh, uh,
1: yeah, I definitely. I used to just import everything, like every photo. I wouldn't cull them down. I would put them all into Lightroom. And yep. then I would just edit off that and I would just, I wouldn't even look at them properly because I was just, I don't know, I, I started, I used to cull and then I was like, I hate culling. And then I just stopped yeah. culling. So I was like, I don't like it. I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I was like, it's the worst. classics classic. So then I just started putting everything in Lightroom. Um, and then from there I would just like have to pick what I want to edit, but I hadn't gone through them. So I'd kind of, I wouldn't even mm-hmm. open them up properly sometimes because I would just be so overlooking at like, going through and picking them. Yeah. So I just kind of look at little like view thing down the bottom and be like, Oh, that looks all right. Click on it like a random one. Oh yeah. That's that will do. And like edit it. Cause so I just got over <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, but now gosh. like, I could never do that. Cause I'm like, that just in turn gave me so much extra work. Cause I was never done. Yeah. I was never finished. I was just like, Oh, there's more. Oh, there's more. So yeah. Yeah. I and used that way to do, I was like, so many photos. It was so bad.
0: Yeah i used to do similar to what i actually still do now except mm. in finder i would do one photo at a time and in find finder they don't mm. have the smart previews so when you go to mm. the next file it takes like two or three seconds to even load the photo yeah. so i would just sit there for hours going next loading 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 picture mm. appears do i want it or do i not tag it next one two three and I would go through the whole shoot like that oh my god I I actually did that that too and I used
1: to do your color coding like (laughs) dot things as well (laughs) and my old hard drives you can see all the like the dots still on them (laughs)
0: yeah okay I need to stop this method I keep thinking this and I'm like it's just such a habit and like I've actually become quite quick at it now but Mm. it's It will be like going backwards to go forwards. But I think after that, (laughs) it will serve me really well. You're in the stone ages. (laughs) Yes, seriously. Have you ever used any of those culling softwares where they do it for you? No. That freaks me that out. It makes me so nervous.
1: Yeah, like that, that could be because del- I love lots of in between blurry, like
0: you're the same. Like there's Exactly, so many, the motion like, photos. Yeah, or there might be like a shit photo. And it photo. would just, I'm scared it would be like, oh, this is a blurry photo. I'm not selecting yeah. that. I know. to me, it's like a masterpiece.
1: Yeah, literally, there'll be like a shit photo, but like you're like, oh, I can see the way her arm yeah. is here. I'm going to crop right and get a detailed shot. You're like, that's a banger photo now. Mm.
0: But maybe there's a way around that. Maybe there's settings where you can be like, Okay, anything that doesn't have eyes in it, I want to mm. personally go through. Yeah. And anything with closed eye, uh, you know, like, they should be able to tell the difference between an on-purpose closed eye and a mid-eye. Yeah, I don't know. I'm happy with it up. getting rid of those, especially in, like, group photos. I hate doing that for weddings, going through the family photos and yeah. every single individual to <laughs> you see. you got your face right open. up against the screen, like, are yeah. they open? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I think I'm going to try one of the culling things. I'll do a, I'll do a free trial and report you can, back You to can see. test it for us. Give me to the guinea To see what peep. it's like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll send you out to the fire pit. Yeah. One of my um, <laughs> friends did actually give me a tip because she's one of those people that she like is separate. Like, you know, when people like go to a shoot and they're like, okay, I'm going to get these photos and I'm going to be very careful about the way they pose and they'll come away like, yeah. she'd come away with a shoot from like 300 photos. Whereas I would come away with like 2,000. Oh, no way. Yeah, but cannot she, like, travelled the world doing photos, like, very, very mm. good at it. Um, and she was, like, why don't you shoot film and purely film? Because then that is the way to, like, train your brain to set a shot up, be more, like, that's careful true. and selective. So that's what I did to kind of cut it down. Because I used to be worse than I am now. I'm still, like, I think I, I'm pretty standard now, like, doing just over a yeah. thousand per um, hour. But yeah, I did that. I did a few just purely film shoots and that way it's mm. really slowed me down and I just couldn't like overshoot, overshoot, overshoot. I had to really think about it and like take my yeah. time. Um, and that really helped. And that's what she did. And that's how she culled hers down a lot. Like That's so true. Because every mm. time
0: I shoot on film, even just traveling around, I'm like 36 mm. photos. How am I going to get through 36 photos in London? on Mm. film camera (laughs) and it's like yeah right (laughs) that's so easy like (laughs) as soon as I'm digital it seems like nothing
1: yeah like when you're posting you only post like 10 so like yeah you know why take (laughs) 3,000 and edit 200
0: (laughs) seriously it's just it's so easy to get stuck in your ways with these things and um just do you know why fix what's not broken but in reality it's broken you just don't realize yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
1: what about like your not shooting wise but um with clients like what's your sort of contact with them throughout the planning process and booking process and stuff like in summary oh
0: this could be an episode in itself Oh, really? um this should be an episode <laughs> in itself yeah because I I'm quite I, I used to be very unstructured with this um mm. but now I I have a CRM platform that has a form on each of my websites. um, And when they fill in that form, that dumps them in a certain category. Um, So Mm. for my weddings, I actually have a workflow that it automatically goes through, um, sending them emails at different times, scheduling calls, all of that kind of thing. Um, For my personal branding work, I also have that with the... Sorry, I just hit the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with my personal branding work, I also have, um, you know, the form and the, the call scheduler. So after I have the consultation with them, I'll take notes on that and um, send them out a deposit. Once they pay the deposit, they get like a shoot Bible um, or for the wedding. It's like a, you know, they have to do the contract the deposit um, mm. and then they get a kind of um, onboarding magazine, which I'm working on making a physical magazine right now. It's like digital yeah um and then after that there's like a few different contact points so again if it's for personal branding or client work that's a little more in depth um i will get them to do a little bit of homework for me um mood boarding wise and once they deliver that to me i can expand on that mood boarding and create that into a whole nother document with a shoot plan so that includes like the whole timeline addresses of where we're meeting when Mm -hmm. um a list of things to bring for them, um, inspo shots for each location, like all of that. Um, So it's quite, it it depends on what style of shoot, if it's a wedding, if it's personal branding, if it's commercial, but I have different systems for each of those that are quite um, structured.
1: Yeah, wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How long did it take you to kind of do all that back end?
0: A long time and I'm still doing it. Um, Did you outsource or did you do it yourself? No, I did it myself. Mm. I actually did it myself. I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Good old TikTok sound. <laughs> yeah, well, that would yeah, be so Yeah, I'm definitely handy. still working on it, but it's mm. um and there's still some some kinks to be worked out. But I think once it's all set up, it will save me a lot of time, and it's very organized. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's something you? I've actually been, well, not that organized. <laughs> yep. I've been really wanting to get forms and stuff, though, because it would just like be so handy to know those details about the client mm-hmm. before you go. And it's just so much harder to rattle out in a message every time. And just mm-hmm. having the automated forms, that's something that's been on my to-do list to do. Uh, yep. But at the moment... I like there's initial contact and then I'll send pricing. Um, and then before like deposit or anything like that, I'll get them to send a mood board because from there I'll know, all right, is this going to be a really extensive shoot? Um, mm-hmm. where they live, like sort of like that location basic stuff. Um, but before I go into any planning with them, I'll make sure they pay a 50% deposit. Um, and then I'll then we'll figure out location, all that finer details, expand mm. the mood board again. Um, I'll ask them because I do a lot of, like, I guess portfolios and stuff with models, um, talk about, like, outfits and styling and if they need a hand, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and then I'll send them a invite through a calendar. So we have, like, a joint mm-hmm. calendar event. Um, and That's pretty much it. And then just, like, chit-chat if they have more questions. But...
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: and then just delivery after that. So, pretty Amazing.
0: basic. Yeah. yeah, love that. Love well, that for me. I hope you guys enjoyed our workflow chit chat. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. And I know I've yeah. got some homework to do now, so that's great. Hopefully, you guys have found a few pinpoints that you can improve as well. <laughs> Jack is
1: trying to crawl out of the Stone Age.
0: a dinosaur. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, it's twenty twenty two. I'm old. you're not that old Uh, you're still here I just feel like it when I'm like okay select red select red (laughs) oh my back Uh, at least I can admit it the first stage is acceptance All right, well, thanks for listening in. Thanks so much, guys. Follow us on Instagram at shotspiredpod and follow me at it's Jack Lee. Thank you so much. You could a look. Follow me at Photo
1: and kdoncreative. I like that one. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyways, have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you
0: next time. Can't wait to be in your ears again. Bye bye. Bye now. Ily. So much.
1: Bye. Are
0: you, ready. <laughs> <laughs>